0: Hey, Travis. Travis. Hey, what? I, we need to be really discreet about this interview. So we're going really
1: really to whisper the whole time. It's really hard for me to whisper. I'm really yeah. loud. I don't,
0: yeah, even your whispers are loud. I can't help it. This is me <laughs> whispering. Oh, my gosh. She's I'm trying to be discreet as possible. possible. You sound like a monster.
1: <laughs> I'll Where's tell it? you. Be discreet. Is this, is this like a. It sounds like one of those date, adult dating sites. Like, <laughs> let your wife know, No, no,
0: man. This project is called Get GetDiscreet.org. Get, discreet. Oh, get, mm-hmm. like get on
1: the street, like check out the street. Get on the
0: street and check out Discreet. Privacy, security, epic speed, forging a future for decentralized technology one block at a time. That is the tagline on the website that you guys can check out at getdiscreet.org. And we have with us Brandon Corner, who is a software developer? Who is uh, the CTO for the Discrete Foundation, working on their discrete project? And it's going to be very discreet, and yet we're going to talk about it indiscreetly. Brandon, welcome to Bad
2: Crypto. Awesome, yeah, it's good to be here. Love the show. Yeah.
0: Thanks, man. We're we're glad. So you're you're a listener as well.
2: Oh yeah. Uh, not, not a long time listener, uh, but, you know, the last few months, crypto has been up. So, you know, yeah. got to get I, in, in every angle I can.
0: He's like, yeah, I heard of you guys yesterday. <laughs> and it's, welcome. Welcome to the show. So this is a new chain that's being developed.
2: Is that right? Absolutely. It's a new chain, new repo, new code, completely new. And uh, we try to stay away from the word blockchain because we're a DAG. We are a directed acyclic graph. You don't need to know what that means. All you need to know, it's great. It's a very great technology. Why do we need another blockchain? What up, Dag? (laughs) Uh, We need another blockchain. uh, I mean, because... uh, Or a Dag. (laughs) Yeah. Blockchain, Dag, I'll use them pretty much uh, interoperably here. So got to plug that word in there, you know, just for the SEO. Interoperable. People love it.
1: But yeah. What do you say the difference between a blockchain and a Dag is, just so people get the general idea? Because I know we... We've chatted with uh, Constellation Network and their DAG and there's some others out there that are doing that kind of stuff. Why, why, why do you feel that a DAG is better than a blockchain?
2: Uh, if you're asking me, you know, at it, realistically, there is really no difference. But, you know, in my eye, you know, blockchain DAG, it's all it's just a network. You know, that's all it is. The real big difference is that DAG is more general. You know, it's uh, kind of like when you're talking about rope, you know. There's all different kinds of ropes, you know, but, uh, you know, twine is a very specific kind of rope, but not all rope is twine. You know, why don't it's we really come up bad with that example?
0: Why can't <laughs> we have more fun names for this? I mean, DAG, not fun. Blockchain, not fun. If we can call it whatever we want to and it still have the same functionality, why not call it a blurbable flurable?
2: Uh, well, I worked on a project that had something called blip Blop because they didn't care what they <laughs> named it. So, all right. So why do we need another
0: blurble, flurble?
2: We need another blurble, Flurbal because, uh, no other blurble, flurable can offer what we do. You know, the thing is, is that we need to create something that's future proof. This is something that most projects that I've seen, again, I, I, there's a few exceptions. Ethereum is one of those exceptions. I actually have a lot of, uh compassion towards, you know, Ethereum. It's a, it's a good project. It was, but, uh, you know, projects, blockchains, DAGs, you know, these networks, these projects, blurbles, blurble florables, they need to be future-proof. They need to, regardless of whatever technology comes out down the line, that's a hundred times better, a thousand times better, you know, it needs to be able to implement that. And it needs to be able to do that in a way that's seamless, in a way that builds off of the existing technology, you know? And this is kind of the idea that we had back in back in like 2019, 2018, uh, when I met with the, uh, other, the other guy on this project. Uh, and so we spitballed ideas for a while, uh, pretty long time until we ended up with Discrete, you know? So actually before this, I was doing an NFT thing. So I was like, oh, NFTs are going to be the biggest thing next year. This is back in 2020. I was like, NFT is going to be so big in 2021, people have no clue. Uh, again, that didn't go anywhere because, uh, fortunately, you need money to do things. Oh, so. it didn't go anywhere for you,
0: maybe, but uh, NFTs that uh, you are right about the premise,
2: yeah. Well, a little bit upset that we didn't get to see that one through because NFTs were pretty big, but uh, th- you know, you, you question- know,
0: you know, it's still just getting started, right? I mean, we're like, oh, yeah, you know, the bottom of, of the first inning here for NFTs.
2: It's gonna get huge it's with with be, one out, you know. That's yeah. It's gonna be great. Like uh, again, I think this is this is true for most of blockchain, but especially you know this stuff like NFTs and decentralized finance. You know, people talk about that stuff, and people thought it was already big. It's you know it attracts a lot of scammers, but. It's ju- that just shows there's a lot of pressure for these things. You know, I see projects that get millions of dollars and they disappear in weeks because they just take the money and run. You know, people are still doing this, even in the bear market that we had for a little bit. People were still giving millions of dollars to these projects because there is just that much energy, you know, towards these things, you know, non fungible tokens towards, you know, decentralized finance. And the next big thing is privacy coins, you know, as crypto continues to get more and more regulation. And as we see this kind of global arms race, you know, everyone's gonna wanna get into blockchain, you know, whether it's, you know, the US government or if it's, you know, your mom, you know, everyone loves it. So, you know, privacy coins are a natural extension beyond that, you know, focused on the security aspect, focused on the anonymity, you know, being able to actually use it as intended, you know, to keep yourself private, keep your assets private, or whatever you want to do with it
1: so i was so. thinking about i was thinking about the joel's ridiculous name for blockchains he wants to have something fun it's not ridiculous and mm-hmm. and so I was, how I dare with a much, i came up with a much better name for it how dare you sir a, da- a database that's functional is dat fun <laughs> <laughs> We just that, need to call him dat fun
0: that's got, good yeah that fun okay perfect cool.
1: Florable, so, florable. So, you guys, so so there's there's companies out there or there's projects out there like Monero there's a bunch of other different privacy coins out there that uh, that offer up this anonymity and then some of some of them you know Monero's been pulled off of some different uh, exchanges and, and I think there's a lot of projects or there's a lot of powers that be that don't want you know private uh, you know anonymous blockchains out there. And uh, I think that, you know, there's, but there's a bunch of them out there. So why, why do we need another one? And what makes a uh, discrete different?
2: So you've raised two great points there. Mm-hmm. One, people don't like anonymity. And by people, I mean, regulating bodies, you know, people who monitor the exchanges, they see privacy coins, and they try to get those coins unlisted. And this is why there was a, for a long time, it was hard for people, you know, common people, normal people who actually want to get, you know, use cryptocurrency for its intended purpose to actually get things like Monero. Uh, it it was hard for, you know, them to actually get that. Uh, and yeah, there is this attitude towards, uh, you know, especially privacy coins says, Oh, Oh, it's bad. It needs to get, you know, we need to get rid of it. You know, it's a terrible thing, you know, it's going to be used for terrible insidious things, you know, but, uh, really, uh, especially from the user base that uh, I've seen, it's not that bad, you know? People actually do want to use it just to, you know, remain anonymous, you know? We're living in a day and age where we put all of our information out on the internet, every single thing about us, you know, from the day you turn five years old, and that's the future. But, uh, so, you know, it's natural for people to want to maintain privacy. So, but uh, the other part is, like, what makes us better? And this is the great thing. There is so much technology out there, uh, breakthroughs in cryptography that we've seen, uh, especially in the last few years, that have turned what was once kind of a primitive field into something that's more like, you know, we've got, we went from the Stone Age to the Iron Age, basically. And uh, basically, we're building the iron tools.
0: Monero is anonymous, but you say discrete has six times the anonymity. How is that? How does one become six times more anonymous? You're, you're either an anonymous board. or you're not, right?
2: So this is, uh, this is one of the big problems that uh, I've seen and that I've talked about with uh, a lot of the advisors on the project with is uh, anonymity is not actually that anonymous, you know? There's uh, companies out there, uh, for example, Chainalysis is a big one. And what they do is uh, they get all these guys on board and they all look at each individual transaction in the network, and they're like, wow, there's a pattern here. And so even if you're anonymous, even if you're confidential, people will slowly be able to break down those things. So it's, a, it's an arms race against the people who want to analyze you and find out who you are and the people who want to protect your identity. Uh, and Monero, actually, in 2019, I think, there was a tool that was published uh, by one of these groups That would allow people to actually uh, break the anonymity for Monero. Uh, Obviously, they wouldn't actually break it, you know. But uh, you could actually determine the kinds of people that were, you know, using the network. Uh, For instance, you know, if someone was uh, doing some sort form of illicit activity, uh, or even just as simple as transferring funds, people would be able to determine that's what their intention was, and from that, piece together who you are. So. It's an arms race of being able to combat that and also being able to combat just the brute force nature of it. You know, after a long enough period of time, you know, people will be able to break this anonymity. And the way Monero works is, uh, you know, they, how the technology works is it tries to hide you as a person among other people and kind of obfuscate specifically who you are. Uh, and the way Monero works is it uses 10 people. So there's 11, it's like a group of 11 people and no one knows who you are. Uh, what we do is we made it bigger. We made it 64, you know? Uh, and uh, you can't actually do that easily. That's a that's a very hard thing to do. And so we actually had to go and create new mathematics for this, new cryptography stuff. And it's based off the research of... Uh, a former Monero research lab person who worked with the Monero. They didn't work for Monero, they worked with Monero. And uh, we extended the research. We found that, you know, this stuff is the next generation of technology and we wanted to get it built as fast as possible. So that's what led to, you know, us doing this privacy stuff with discrete. And the thing is, it's not just transactions. You can use this technology for smart contracts, for programmability, for everything, you know? Imagine anonymous non-fungible tokens. Imagine, you know, anonymous decentralized finance, you know, pure you call privacy.
0: call those ANFTs? Anonymous, yeah, not yeah. ANFTs.
2: <laughs> NFT. Yeah, that's what you could do. Uh, and uh, again, in order to do all that, you need to have a programmable blockchain, which is something Monero doesn't have. So what we need to do is we need to take all these different aspects of blockchain and we need to combine them under a single platform uh, and offer it in such a way that it's future-proof. If there's better stuff that comes down the line, we can implement it as swiftly and as seamlessly as possible without doing a fork. You know, Monero's actually done multiple forks every time they change their mining protocol, you know, because they're constantly trying to fight against, you know, uh, ASICs, you know, so they don't centralize the mining pool, you know? Uh, So... Yeah. It's like this never ending arms race, you know, that Monero has to deal with. Uh, And again, it will eventually lead to the death of Monero again, obviously in 10 years or 20 years, it's going to be around for a long time, but uh, we want to, you know, start from day one, actually have something that combats these things, you know, and something that regardless of what happens, it is as easy as possible to uh, make, to integrate all this new stuff into us. Mm. So, yeah. The big thing for us is we use, again, uh, it's called Arcturus is the protocol we use. So I I didn't want to mention it specifically because, you know, don't don't read about it. Your brain will explode. It'll collapse in a black hole. It's complicated.
1: Do not research Arcturus. A-R-C-T-U-R-U-S. Just do not look into it. So um, your due token is called DIS. Like, do you want some BTC or do you want DIS? I would like DIS, man. um or are you like dissing people be like oh no i just dissed you with five disses oh so those are discrete tokens you could have actually been r e e if you wanted you could have been like Wee! i'm anonymous because if you're anonymous that's what's going to happen is people are going to screech towards the sky so so tell us a little bit about the, about the diss token how many disc tokens are going to be and you were talking a little bit about the uh, the fair mining algorithm and the consensus model of this. So how does the DIS tokenomics work on this thing?
2: So the tokenomics were how a little work? bit of a struggle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How DIS work? Tokenomics were a little bit of a struggle. We had to meet with. Uh, so we met with advisors from you know B B two C two is uh, the, like a big automatic market maker, you know, liquidity provider. We met with some people from there. We met with uh, again. We're not using their services, and I'm not trying to advertise them. But we met with them, we met with some other people, uh, you know, long time, you know, tokenomics type people, you know, you can't really call yourself an expert in it because tokenomics is a very new thing, you know, like experts have like decades of experience. Like this has been around for like, what, four years? So anyway, we met with these guys and uh, we ended up deciding on, and this is our tokenomics. We're gonna do an initial supply of 90 million tokens. 60 million are gonna be sold during an, uh, uh, an IDO. And an idea is an initial DEX offering. So we're going to offer it through uh, our own launch pad, which is going to be on our website. And then we're going to take all the funds raised from that. And we're going to create a liquidity pair. We're going to lock that on pancake swap. So, you know, people can trust us, you know, we're not just going to take the money and run no rug in this time. So uh, yeah. rugging
0: and bugging. That's what they should call that.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah. That's the old rug and bug. I see it happen too often. You know? Too often
0: in the world of blurble blurbles. Okay, carry on with your tokenomics, good sir.
2: Yeah. So, uh, and then again, we're going to have five million uh, for our developer wallet, and that's actually going to be used for salary. That's going to be used for you know stuff like we're doing now, uh, advertising, marketing. Uh, but one of the biggest things is uh, exchange listings. You know, they're going to want those tokens. So, uh, and then we have an, another wallet that's locked for about five months. Uh, that'll unlock down the line that we're gonna use once we get mainnet launched. We're gonna use those tokens for more exchange listings and you know more chances for people to be able to trade their token because we really want this to be as organic as possible. We don't want big bots to come in and control the market. We don't want all these different market makers coming in and trying to manipulate our price. So we're trying to start this in the best way possible. And obviously that leads to a little bit of you know a little bit of trouble. You know mm-hmm. people don't like organic stuff. Crypto is very fabricated. These
0: they days. want to control it. They like big bots, and they cannot lie. That's how they get. Never mind. I thought you guys. I thought you guys would like that. I thought at least <laughs> well, Travis you. would give I'm me i I'm you
1: on that one. I'm going to yes. write a diss track specifically you.
0: I just got dissed. The IDO happens June 5th at 12 CET. What is CET? I don't know. I'm, I'm EDT. What is Central, a CET?
1: A uh, European time. Yeah, yeah, it's Central
2: European time. Okay, so so
0: it's in the morning here if you're in the United States and late in the evening. If you're down under, mate, and um, people can't – how do they buy then if they want to get? It'll be – On Pancake?
2: So actually, they'll buy it directly on our website. So uh, we're using our own uh, launch pad. Originally, we're going to use something like – there's a few ones out there. There's this one called Starter. It was called BSC Starter, but they changed the name. They've only been around a few months. And I spent about two weeks auditing their code, and I just could not find a way to rationalize launching on a project with that little trust. You know, There, were, there was a single audit that was performed on them in March 4th, uh, and it audited code that they don't even use anymore. We, again, are, we
0: are advisors with BSC Starter. We will advise them to update their code. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for, for letting us know that, um, we, you know, the the platform seems to be launching some interesting projects and, oh, uh, Vest is great. Yeah. I, well, I like, uh, that, you know, the community kind of decides what's to be funded and what's not, but, uh, that's good to know. It's
2: fantastic. Yeah. I mean, if you can't do it, I, again, I had, I, I don't ever have hate or contempt for a project in crypto. I think all of it's fantastic. Uh, and again, I've, talked with people from start I've been in their channels they're very very responsive uh, but yeah just to get that audit done would be great because they're launching this v3 stuff and uh, it looks so good but I and I'd love to use it but uh, again I just without that audit I don't have the trust that I need you know so uh, again it's as simple as uh, messaging some uh, there's a they did one back in on March 4th it was for a few days uh, and the audit was fantastic their code is you know pretty sublime so yeah uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on. You know, moving on. You're so doing,
1: you're, you, you built your own on disc. You built your own crowdfunding platform essentially to raise the money for this, and this starts on on what day? The fifth.
2: Yeah, the fifth. Uh, Twelve. Uh, Twelve. Uh,
1: CET. So what are you doing? Are you using ETH? Or are we are we sending in uh, USDT? It's all,
2: it's all on Binance Smart Chain. It's all paid in Binance Coin. So. Okay. Yeah. Make sure you're using a Binance Smart Chain wallet. Again, we'll have a video explaining how to set those up. It's all through MetaMask. We have all the integrations on MetaMask. So, uh, uh, you know, if you have any trouble, again, just ask in the Telegram. I'm just going to open
1: that. You're going to put that up on the main part of the website because I'm looking at your website right now. I don't see buy the token or any time or when the token is going to be for sale. Yeah. I see have- where it is going to be for sale, and I filled out my email. Mm-hmm but uh, i guess on june 5th at 12 p.m. cet that will be a, become a buy
2: button. Oh yeah, there'll be a big buy button. Well uh it'll be directly on the website and uh you know we again we're doing a big again we're doing a big refactor with the website, you know. Okay. The website went through about three iterations uh and uh, we're still actually trying to improve it cuz we really really want to make something that's easy for people to look at see, you know, what are a good, you know, what's the positives, how can i get involved and in, because this is crypto be totally is totally
1: separate lead. from Binance. This is your so basically, you're just doing the fundraising on Binance. You're going to then sell off the BNB and use those and whatever to build your platform on your own way. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, exactly. Again,
2: okay. it's, it's it's like
0: it's a Kickstarter.
2: It's go. a kick. It's a Kickstarter. <laughs> nice. Exactly.
0: All right. Well, the website is getdiscreet.org. dot org. You can find everything you want there for the white paper, the tokenomics, use cases, roadmap, FAQs and links to their Twitter, their Reddit and their telegrams. Uh, all right there so good luck to you good sir brandon may you find much discreteness in the world of blurbal florbling anonymity
2: i really hope i do you know it's a crazy world out there it sometimes is. we do just need a little bit of you know to be discreet
1: blurble flurbling. i have one little bit of question about this florble barble. uh yeah. actually about this so for one BNB, how many disc tokens are you going to be able to acquire during that? And is it going to be, is the more that's purchased, do they keep incrementally going up in, in price as more people buy them? Or how is that set up?
2: So we're setting it initially 10 cents per disc. Uh, again, we're going to set the price and it's going to be fixed as soon as we go live on June 5th. Uh, and once that happens, uh, that'll be the price. And when we get listed, when we do our liquidity lock, that's going to be the price uh, once and the liquidity pool that we're launching on PancakeSwap.
1: Okay. How many BNB are you raising?
2: Uh, uh, lots. We're raising. Soft cap is fourteen thousand. Hard cap is uh, thirty thousand. Okay. So, yeah. BNB a thon
1: up there, baby. Oh yeah. All right. Well,
0: uh, we will be watching closely. And uh, those of you, of course, uh, that are listening, do your own due diligence, research, join the community, ask questions. It's your money. Be smart with your money. And if uh, you have success with it, great. Uh, I'm not talking about you, Brandon. I hope you have success with it. But with your investments out there, people. uh, But, you know, we're not financial advisors in case you hadn't heard. So do your own due diligence. Brandon, thanks a lot. Good luck in being discreet.
2: Good luck Absolutely. with this. Absolutely. It's been great being on, you know. I love the show. So First hope you guys I and your listeners enjoy it.
0: Well, let's see if you, uh, you know, how big of a fan you are. Do you know how we end every show?
2: Uh, well, uh, well, between you and me, uh, I kind of did just listen to you guys end one. So, yeah, <laughs> I do. I'm
1: a big fan of your show the one time I listened.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh <laughs> Good. So this will be a, a teachable moment. We say stay bad. Stay bad. Exactly yeah, stay there bad.
1: You go.